Today's goddess is the Mayan moon mother goddess who controls all aspects of water, aids in fertility and childbirth, known as Lady of the Rainbow. She is Ishel. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode 13 of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hosts. I am Gigi, and this is the beautiful Nicole. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm back to my singing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, and he, she, they, um, join us as we drink some tea and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. If you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. Of course, the best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review, but also word of mouth is priceless. And um, you can also follow us on Instagram at goddesschatleos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com if you have any suggestions or even any pearls of wisdom you want to share with us. Um, we love to hear from you. So please message us. That sounds perfect. Well, you know what? Let's grab our tea and welcome this week's goddess. Let's do this. It's tea time. Yum. <laughs> I'm going to practice. Ooh, I cackled on that one. That was <laughs> so um, we... <laughs> We have a very special guest for you at the middle of this episode. It is burlesque legend Pearl Noir. And uh, Gigi and I were trying to figure out through the Anchor app how to hook her up and all this other stuff. And I'm so old now that the littlest stress makes me have a hot flash. So I'm having some stress. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I, you know what? Let's just, you know, let's do a little breathing. Like, (sighs) okay, let's release that negative energy. Let's do this. (gasps) <gasps> do you know what my tea says what Listen to this stuff your breath fills you with energy Ooh. anywhere and anytime you need it yeah it filled me with the wrong energy at that moment but I'm good now. <laughs> well I'm glad that we were able to take out that negative energy let's get some positive <laughs> let's have a little fun we have an amazing interview midway with Pearl like you said um talking about the noir pageant uh a project mm-hmm. that she's been doing for a couple years now, which is amazing. It's about uplifting the the BIPOC community. So um, yes. Black, Indigenous, people of color, you know, um, just trying to uplift their talents and give them, you know, more opportunities in, in the world of art, which is amazing um, to raise their voices and whatnot. And this actually um, reminded me about um, the fundraiser that we're doing as well. Um, we we yes. joined up on Instagram and um, on our um uh, we when we did our ocean episode I actually one of our images um, we have a little heart on it we have a little donate link um, and we teamed up with the conscious kid which is a group that helps raise black and brown voices through education for the youth um, with um, helping their racial identity development and so they distribute books um, that help lift their voices and a couple of the books I have for my son since we are a mixed race family and they're just so special um, and I, I just love the the message that they're portraying and the noir pageant is very reminiscent of that but for you know um, the older groups of uh, people you know it's not just children it's you know people that are actually you know in adulthood and um, just trying to you know raise their voices in other ways um, because you know, it, it gets stifled at times and we need to 
bring everyone up to speed and just see everyone is equal in that sense and just see all their talents for what it truly is. So I'm so glad that we have that um, fundraiser that we're doing for the conscious kid, as well as, you know, um, bringing some awareness to the noir pageant and Pearl Noir this week. Um, so I hope you all check it out. And um, I also feel like just um, all the goddesses we've done the last few weeks are just really um, perfect for that right now because we are trying to do goddesses from so many different parts of the world and you know we did ocean the west nigerian goddess we did chung the chinese goddess this past week the butterfly maiden which is a native american indigenous goddess and now we're doing Ishel, a mayan goddess so it's so perfect with all of that and um one more note i'm sorry um about <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna ask i'm like did you have coffee yeah i i was working you today, are on so. it i love it so. <laughs> um with our last episode of um the Butterfly Maiden, um, I actually came across um, an Instagram page called Friends of the Hopi, H-O-P-I, just like the Native tribe, um, that is doing a fundraiser as well, which I'm going to put a link down for you all, um, because the Hopi people um, are facing um, spiritual extinction currently due to COVID-19. And um, 120 elders have passed um, due to COVID-19. And they are... Um, in fear of losing, you know, their, their, um, ancestral, um, medicine and history and whatnot. And so they have a fundraiser that the friends of the Hopi on Instagram has posted to help raise money to get them clean water tanks and, and different items for, um, like PPE for them in their communities, because they have, um, a lot of people that live in each home and it, and they don't have a lot of resources in that area. And so, you know, if we could, you know, raise a few dollars for them and help them out to try to, um, really save that community that would be amazing especially since we just you know um touched base with that goddess this past week absolutely so yeah. lots no, we'll of definitely lots put that of info. big things thank lately. you for bringing that yeah. to light <laughs> we appreciate that well I, i'm Aww. hopefully you know we can do something i know we can't fix everything but if we could help a little bit it's something so that well, is beautifully you know, put. Let's enjoy are, are, our tea today. And um are, are unless you drinking you, tea right you know, now? I'm actually drinking some drinking some orange <laughs> spice tea, you know. Okay, um but you. I did have coffee <laughs> earlier because I literally like stopped working and then got on this recording. So Okay, good. All right. <laughs> she is she's wound up. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, but hey, I'm excited. This is an amazing goddess this week. And Absolutely. you know, oh, she's just so powerful, and I can't wait to share my all right, well, Gigi just wants to get going, so let's chat about today's goddess. Well, everybody, our sources for today's goddesses are thegoddessgift.com, journeyingtothegoddess.com, the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Marashinsky. Um, we also have a couple more, which I just blinked on for some reason. <laughs> Would you like to share those real quickly, Nicole? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Um, the Goddess Guidance by Doreen Virtue. We also have um, the other Oracle deck, uh, Sacred Mothers and Goddesses by Claudia Olivos. That's a newer one. Um, ton of 
YouTube videos. I actually found a really good one. It was called Mexico Unexplained. So um, it kind of got into detail and I ended up watching it instead of taking notes. So I'm like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, it's got to be in there somewhere. You might like remember things as we go. So I I hope it'll pop. (laughs) We'll see. Well, today's goddess is Eshel. And her name comes from the Mayan words Ish, which means goddess of the feminine, and Shell, which means light. She is the goddess of the sacred light, Lady Rainbow or Lady of the Rainbow, as her essence is infused in the water droplet prisms that create rainbows. She is the mother of all the Mayan deities and rules over the cycles of life and death. As the keeper of souls, she is constantly evolving from a young, beautiful maiden to the wizened old crone who shares the wisdom of the ages with her people. Mm, I love that. I want to be a wizened old crone one day. We're getting closer there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, COVID hair. I have so many grays. Like Chris said the other day, he's like, he goes, now you know that I love you and I love your gray hair, but I noticed it in the light. And I was like, (laughs) I have to die. It's called glitter. Okay. It's called sparkles. (laughs) He's like, he goes, but I I don't want you to think like, I love you and I love your hair. I'm like, that's right. You better say that. Oh my gosh. Yes. This past year has definitely aged us. Um, I mean, I don't know how many grays I have found in the recent weeks and they're getting closer and closer to my part and more noticeable like darn it and all those fine lines oh man definitely feeling the crone status lately for sure (laughs) used to have um there's that L'Oreal spray that you can spray color into your hair and that used to be fine for me now there's so many I can't do that otherwise there's just black everywhere (laughs) oh my gosh yeah I do have a little root touch-up that I use in emergencies I I am fortunate enough that my sister does my hair so, you know, I'm a little lucky in that respect. So I'm able to get it yeah. touched up pretty often. And um, I think we've actually shared her um, on our page before. So if anyone in California ever needs their hair done in Southern California, we'll hook you up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a little bit of mythology about our beautiful goddess, Ishel. Um Mythology tells us that Ishel was worshipped by the Maya of the Yucatan um, Peninsula on Cozumel, her sacred island. She was the Mayan fertility goddess who helped assure fertility by holding the sacred womb jar upside down so that the waters of creation can be ever flowing. Mm. She, Right? I love the imagery mm-hmm. of that. And um, she's also nourishes the crops by pouring water on the earth from the jar shaped like a womb. I had to think for a moment. I was like, what is a womb shape like? And then I was like, oh, my God, Nicole, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just any type of like circular round thing. you know. It's like it's pear-ish shape or something. It it doesn't need to have a specific shape. I think it's just something that can hold something else you know and I was like do not google what is a womb shape you know yeah there's a (laughs) lot of images that could pop up um I recently saw a new mom um that was doing something like that and she posted an image of what the cervix looks like I was like wow wow that's what that looks like so I mean, it, it is fascinating. It is. When are you ever going to see it? Yeah, we're not to going be to because we're not, med- unless you're a medical professional and work with, you know, obstetrician, gynecology and whatnot, which this goddess, you know, works goddess. a lot with. Um, so, yes, yes, yeah. um, you're not going to be seeing that most likely because you can't look in 
up there on your own. So, <laughs> unless you're very talented, yes, if you're very talented, <laughs> you can do that, and you should be making a lot of money. So. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, well, Ishal also presides over weaving magic health and healing, sexuality, water, and childbirth, Mm. among a ton of other things. As a mother goddess, Ishal helps with fertility and childbirth. She is also a powerful healer who remembers the origin of human life upon the planet. She can connect you to your foundational roots as a spiritual healer, which I I love the concept. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most famously known as the Maiden Mayan Moon Goddess, as the embodiment of the moon, Ishal is intimately connected to the tides of the water. She is believed to control rain flow and all aspects of water. And I also read that she, this is, I'm adding this. Oh, yeah. um, That since she is the moon goddess and the aspects of that, she is associated with women's menstrual cycles and the results of that. So I, I'm like, which is very similar to the tides. Definitely. You know, definitely. And flowing and all that good stuff. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, oh, so we were joking around, but you know, somewhat serious. Um, the last full moon, I, uh, I took, you know, my full moon bath and everything. And then I went out in my backyard and I was just in my bathrobe and I was like, you know what, let's like do a little moon bathing in the nude right now. And my cycle started a week early this month and it's going to be just a few days after the next full moon. So I feel like my body is starting to get connected with the moon ever since then. So it's definitely true. You know, all that gravity that, you know, is pulled with all the, like you said, with the tides and the moon and everything, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Um, well, and then we all know that myth, that is not a myth, it's actual fact that women's cycles sync up, whoever they're around, yes. they talk to the most. Gigi and I are thousands of miles away, and because you came early, I'm early. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Unacceptable. Yep. And we talk like <laughs> almost every day. So what you guys hear on here is our true selves, you know, like we're always chatting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like- But you know, okay, I have to share something funny, though, about um, the moon and the tides, too. um, So I have a couple dogs, and they're actually named in that vein, which was an accident. um, But I love that it came out that way. So um, I wanted to name them Lucy and Ricky. And my fiance didn't like Ricky Ricardo, that name for some reason. So he wanted um, a video game um, from uh, Final Fantasy, Yuna and Titus. And I'm like, well, I like Titus, but I don't like Yuna. So I was like, what about like, combine Lucy and Yuna and make Luna and I was like and it works because Luna is the moon and Titus is spelled with a d like the tides so the moon controls the tides oh my gosh it's perfect so now my dogs are named the moon and the tides in that sense so because <laughs> I had to make it work it had to be like a couple thing okay so <laughs> like gotta bring it full circle. yes yes I love it. well everyone here's a little bit about the appearance of Eshel she was almost too beautiful, a young maiden with opalescent skin who sat in the skies brushing her shimmering hair for hours on end, and all the gods were just captivated by her. And depictions of Ishel often show her upending a jug, or the womb, and pouring water from it. And the image represents her dual responsibilities of nourishing the earth with life-giving rain and assisting women in childbirth. Sometimes she wears a snake, which is a symbol of medicine, curled on her head to signify her skill as a healer. 
She's also portrayed as a weaver, not only of cloth, but also of life as well. By entwining cosmic threads, she produces the fabric of destiny. And some oh, are so I, yeah, I know, yeah, just like that all the different dimensions right and oh, I, I love it. Yeah, definitely. It's like produces the fabric of destiny. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, um, some art shows her by weaving, or I'm sorry, wearing a skirt that flows with fertile waters, dotted with water lilies, and adorned with tiny bits of turquoise and jade. And the skirt reaches all the way to earth, filling our lives with Eshel's well-being and enrichment. Can I actually add something? Yes. Um, The YouTube video I was watching today, they were actually talking um, another aspect of her in the depictions of how she is seen by the the Mayans. Her skirt is in a crossbow fashion. Oh. So it's like a lot of the goddesses, they're, they're, you know, with bones and things like that. And a lot of depictions, she, her hands and feet were claws, which I thought was pretty cool. Interesting. So it was kind of. Definitely interesting. interesting. I wanted to throw that in. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, um, she's also um, often depicted as part of the triple goddess. Eshel is the mother goddess and the young moon goddess. However, her old moon goddess, which is the crone persona, is another goddess that we're actually going to definitely cover. It's um, Shakshel. Yeah. Um, and she was suggested by our, our amazing listener, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle. And um, she's known as the great or um, Red Rainbow. And she is the goddess who brings about destructions and floods and just natural disaster and whatnot. So she sounds pretty awesome. So to go from like, you know, this loving, caring, you know, sensual goddess to like destruction. Now that's metal right there. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> well, um, the young moon goddess may have originally been a different goddess of the moon who is later absorbed into Eshel's legend. However, she is often depicted with a rabbit for the Maya, like the Chinese, um, who saw a rabbit in the markings on the face of the moon, which is reminiscent of our former goddess that we had done a few weeks ago, Cheng'e. Um, Cheng'e. Which, Listen to that yes, episode. It's a good one. Definitely. It's so interesting. Um, I mean, even um, the Apollo um, you know, mission, when they went to the moon, they were saying, look out for a Chinese rabbit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just it's yep. so interesting that not only, um, you know, across the world they're all seeing this image and connecting with the moon in the same way and the same imagery which i love so i have a little bit of legends um about ishel uh ishel fell in love with the sun god okay i looked up his name and i think it's kinish aja um it's a uh, kinich Ow was what really? i found yeah because i saw it two different ways i saw a kinich ahau or kinich yeah, I, yeah. I'm just going to say the sun god. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. So, His name's in here a lot. So. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to do it, guys. All right. Some stories say he didn't share the same feeling for her and was immune to her beauty. We have all had that situation mm-hmm. where we're gorgeous and we're going after someone that's not giving us the time of day. Nope don't like it. Mm -mm. For years, she longed for him as she watched him glide across the sky in all his golden splendor. Mm. But the more Ishel followed him around, the worse the weather on earth became. As she chased after him, the tides would rise and creating floods that inundated, inundated? Yeah, inundated (laughs) the fields and caused the crops to die. So enamored was she that 
Eshel did not even notice the havoc she was causing. And because of this and her obsession with, I'm going to say it that way, Kanish Ahau, right? Yes. Okay. And we're going to go with that one. Kanish Ahau. So because of her obsession with him, Eshel neglected her duties to earth, which caused devastating weather and patterns. I think we talked about this with um, one of our other goddesses, but yeah, when you're in love and you're completely overly obsessed with someone, you're you end up blind. dropping yes. everything. You're blind to everything else. I think the last one before Chris, I ended up missing like two car payments because I was in such a stupid headspace. Oh yeah, Always. we get so dumb, <laughs> so so dumb. dumb. And once it finally mm-hmm. clicks, like if you're done with them, you know, and it clicks, and you're like, "Why was I doing this?" <laughs> it was like, "How could I even, you know, I'm not gonna fall lie. to that There's level?" There's moments I sit there now, and I'm like, "Oh no, Nicole!" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Just I forgive myself. That was you then. You're yes, okay. that was our maiden phase. Okay, now we're wise little thrones. <laughs> no, we got. We're in the mother Okay, phase. okay, yes. Just <laughs> We're just yeah, feeling woman. like the crones this year. <laughs> to, yeah, this past year, definitely. Well, like so many other moon goddesses, she was skilled at weaving, which if you listen to the episode about Artemis, Artemis, amazing weaver. So the talented goddess wove an exquisite cloth that won him over. Together, they had four sons. Um, other other things that I read or the YouTube one that I watched, they said that she and um, the sun god had 13 sons. Oh, so wow. it's just, it's depends on what legend mm-hmm. you're reading. This one, she had four sons and they were the jaguar gods and could creep through the night unseen. That is metal as well. Mm-hmm. They were actually named for the four directions, north, south, east, and west. And almost Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to our first yes. episode together. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, our Freya episode, um, the Freya, four dwarves, yeah. the four dwarves were named um, north, south, east, and west. But, you know, they had different intentions, those dwarves. Like, these got, these sons, I mean, I feel like they have a little bit more um, sense, um, you know. Intention. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> they were dirty dwarves. They were. <laughs> dirty. So each one of her sons uh, was responsible for holding up his corner of the sky. So so we have the directions and they are the ones that are holding up Mm -hmm. the sky. Unfortunately, according to one legend, her grandfather actually disapproved of her marriage. Mm. In his anger, he struck Ishel with a lightning bolt, killing her. For the next 183 days or about six months, which symbolizing the fertility and or the fertile and barren seasons of the year, she laid lifeless as hundreds of dragonflies surrounded her body and sang to her. Wow. Waking up suddenly, she returned to the palace of the sun god. Um, I happen to love dragonflies. They are they, amazing. Yeah. And we'll go into their meanings later on. But I just thought that was the imagery of that was super mm-hmm. powerful. I'm starting to sound like you now. I'm like, the oh, imagery of that? It's okay. No. <laughs> feel it, girl. Feel it. <laughs> doing well, needless to say, their relationship was a bit turbulent. Um, and I'm looking at my notes. Kinich Ahau. 
Yeah. Had a, and if I'm saying that incorrect, I'm sorry. Guys, I know. I yeah. I, I tried to find um, audio. Please know of, we're trying to do this as respectfully as possible. Yes. But. <laughs> yeah. I was, I found audio of people from, um, that spoke Spanish. Um, yeah. And that was the Kinichao, like it kind of like, yeah, kind of like flows like ow. Um, but can you, you know, maybe I'm okay. wrong, but that was the, what it sounded like whenever I heard the audio. Okay. audio. So yeah. Our intentions are good. <laughs> we're um, trying. <laughs> Yeah, he had a very suspicious nature and was often consumed with jealousy. So at first he doesn't want her. Now he wants her too much. Mm-hmm. We've all had guys like that, right? Yep. To make matters worse, he also had a fiery temper. Suspecting that the innocent Isha was having an affair with his brother, the Morning Star, um, the sun god threw her out of the sky. In time, however, he brought her back, but soon reverted to his old behavior. Ugh. <laughs> Ishel quickly found refuge with the vulture gods. Hearing this, Kinishal rushed to plead with her to return and promised never to treat her poorly again. Come on, baby. Come back. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I'll, but I I'll love change. you. I love you so much. I'll change. Little time passed before he became jealous and abusive again. Finally, Ishel realized he is not going to change. They never do. My mom's favorite saying, Patty Sacconi's favorite saying was, leopards don't change their spots. Mm-hmm. So, remember that, goddess. Yes. She decided to leave him for good. Waiting until he fell asleep, she crept out into the night, taking the form of a jaguar and becoming invincible. Or invincible. I ruined well, that. Well, you know, what? No, she could be invincible <laughs> as well because she finally like broke away. I mean, come on. That's yes. Right. But taking the form of a jaguar and becoming invisible and invincible where whenever he came searching for her you know um just a little side note this goddess is showing it happens in real life as well with you know human beings and if you're in an abusive relationship it's really hard to break away and it doesn't take just one time on average it takes a person seven times to try to leave an abuser before they finally break free so i mean as lost as you feel just keep trying, keep trying, find those people that'll help you and that will get you out of that relationship. Because these people, when they're in that mindset, they become so destructive and volatile that, I mean, it's, it's sad how much they can hurt their, the women that they love or the the men that they love or whoever they love their children, even, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, we've all seen those documentaries and I've actually had um, people that I've grown up with and known that have actually been abused and sadly a couple of them that have been murdered by their abusive um, uh, partners so please just remember you know just keep trying and find those people that can help work you through it just like her it didn't take one time it took several times so you can do it Mm -hmm. absolutely and she went on to do amazing things living on the aisle the aisle aisle um isla second hold on yes okay sorry (laughs) I'm like I will say these words. I'm sorry. I thought you were giving up when you're like ah. No, no, no. It's because okay. you know how sometimes your your mouth is not doing what your like head is trying oh, to get yes, it to do. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, okay. Living on the Isles Mujeres, I practice so much. Meaning the island of women, a tiny island in the Caribbean, off of the coast of the Yucatan Peninsula. Many nights she spent on her sacred island, Cosimo, nursing women during their pregnancy and childbirth. Isha, like other moon goddesses, governed women's 
reproductive system. So it was quite understandable that she would become the protector of women during pregnancy and labor. Oh my gosh, that is so amazing. I mean, this is another mm-hmm. goddess I would should have called to, you know, in my childbirth. Um, yes. <laughs> and if I ever fall pregnant again, I will definitely call to these amazing goddesses. Um, but yeah. You, oh my God. Ugh. Can you imagine you're going to be there and you're going to have so many little tiny mini shrines going, <laughs> I call out to. <laughs> you know, um, but I, what I love too with her imagery is that she's also, you know, with the water and everything. And mm-hmm. I always wanted to give a water birth. Unfortunately, it costs a lot of money, you know, to do those things. You have to pay out of pocket. Insurance doesn't cover it. So I I did the traditional hospital birth. But um, if I was to, you know, have another child, I would love to do a water birth. Um, It just feels so much more natural. I will get an inflatable pool. Yes. Go up to your house. Let's do this. this You're going to be my doula. And then we're going to call upon Eshel. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and actually... um, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I didn't get to explore the island that much, but I have been to Isla Mujeres and um, I was, um, you know, it's it's a beautiful place. And now that I know more about it, if I ever get to go back there again, I, I want to go look for her shrine and, and learn more about it and see all the, the history and yes. um, and all the, the special places that they have dedicated to her there. Because when I went there, we went on a catamaran and drank along the way. And so by the time I got there, it was about eating and trying to sober up. So I didn't get to appreciate it as much as I would have liked. But I mean, hearing Gigi this, sitting on the I shore mean... <laughs> drinking gold schlager. No, no, no. This was all, uh, you know, cheap tequila at this one. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my Love gosh. It. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that sounds well, so amazing to have a special little island just full of, you know, dedications to you and of women. That's so powerful. Absolutely. Um, and that kind of goes into, you know, talking about worshiping and celebrating her, which I know you're going to tell us about. Oh, but, um, yes. On one of the uh, the video, the Mexico Unexplained, they actually said that there were um, huge statues erected of Ishel and the, the shaman and the priest would actually sit inside of the statues and they would give out um, advice and uh, healings and prayers. And so oh, that's that was so, so cool. cool. That's so cool. Yeah. There's so they many the amazing. Back to you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess that's reminiscent of, um, you know, when you're um, in like the Catholic um, religion when you go in to talk to the priests the you know confession? yeah the yeah. confessions you know I guess it's you know but a lot cooler because it's a statue yeah. so <laughs> 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 a little bit on how you can worship and celebrate Ishel is um, on the small um, Isla Mujeres um, the island of women it was um, devoted to the worship of Ishel as we said and um, comfortable with all phases of life she was honored as the weaver of the cycle of life. She protected the fertility of women and also the keeper of the souls of the dead. Ishel encourages us to acknowledge the negative forces affecting our lives. And she prompts us to assert ourselves fully in the face of physical or emotional violence that would diminish our sense of self. Because remember, not only physical violence, but emotional. Yes, I mean, emotional violence can take a toll on you for sure. Um, Healers, especially midwives and obstetricians, can look to Eshel as their patron. Ask her to share her knowledge with you and assist you 
to offer healing to others. Women in particular who need healing can call upon this goddess for aid and let her wise counsel comfort you during pregnancy and birth or with fertility issues, because I know so many women that are going through that as well. And just Mm -hmm. know that, you know, what's supposed to happen will happen whatever, you know, the goddess and, you know, in your body knows what's best. Um, to connect with Ishel's power, you um, can write a request for healing on the day of the full moon and then fill a womb-shaped vessel with water and pour the water out onto a plant as you speak your request aloud. And Ishel can mm-hmm. offer courage and solace to abused women or those who find themselves in unhappy relationships. If you're thinking about living, leaving an unhealthy situation, ask the goddess for guidance by praying or meditating, and she can teach you how to conceal yourself from unwanted attention. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it is one more person or entity that you can look to, you know, to know that you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I wanted to throw in, um, on, on this island, um, every village has a, and I know I'm probably going to say it wrong, a curandera, I think it's called C-U-R-E-N-D-R-A, which is essentially a medicine woman. And um, she uses plant-based remedies, cures that are, uh, it cures a wide range of conditions. So anything from respiratory, so she's basically a doctor. Mm -hmm. So the respiratory illnesses, intestinal, and then she also handles spiritual cause illnesses, such as like the evil eye and things like that. So all of these practitioners of Ishel's medicine, they wear that coiled serpent on their head. And so the coil, I wanted to kind of, because we talk about the snake and the Mm -hmm. serpent, but we don't really explain why. Um, And I found it in that video. So they say that the snake actually is a powerful symbol to the Mayan people. It's um, primal form. Snakes represent a surge of life force, bringing all things on earth into manifestation. So, and it's also one who masters the snake's energy, controls forces, of creation and destruction and understanding the secrets of existence, which I was like, that's pretty mental too. Yeah. But just to kind of give a little aspect, um, uh, background, sometimes we feel the snake is a bad symbol, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it's actually a very powerful. Oh yeah. I mean, I could, I could understand that, especially with how they shed their skin and, Mm -hmm. you know, and grow and change and evolve, you know, like, um, like our butterfly maiden in that sense as well. So, I mean, I, I love all these, um, animals and images of transformation that we're coming upon in recent weeks. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Well, I think we have a uh, special little moment right now. We're going to have a quick clip of our interview with burlesque legend, Pearl Noir. Well, we have a very special guest for you goddesses. We have a burlesque legend and a self-love coach, Miss oh. Pearl Noir. Thank you so hello, much. Hello, Pearl. Us. Thank oh, you. Hello, 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 goddesses, and hello, everybody out there. Thank you so much for being here with us. Ah. We we are so excited. <laughs> and I love your your tagline on your Instagram, the I encourage people to heal themselves through mm-hmm. transform. Transformational. Wow. I can't talk today again. (laughs) Transformational burlesque and the art of self-discovery. And that is, 
definitely what Gigi and I try to um, get all of our goddesses to do. So yes, find yourself love. Definitely. You you fit in quite perfectly. So for um, some of our listeners that may not know you are familiar with your work, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So hello, once again, my name is Pearl Noir. And I have been personally selected by Josephine Baker to come Mm. be in this beautiful place we call Earth, in this lifetime, to honor her work, to honor her majesty, to honor ancestors through being majestic and royal, and to also help people discover their bodies, especially when they have experienced trauma, when someone has taken advantage of their body. I help people rediscover the narrative regarding their body. Yes, yes. You know, and I help people um, heal by self-discovery and honoring their higher selves at all times. I love that. That's beautiful. That fits so perfect with today's goddess for sure. I mean, (laughs) no, it does. Goddess Eshel, she, um, you know, a lot, she works very heavily with, uh, well, because her story is, you know, kind of of a battered woman. So, um, and trying and making women learn to be powerful, not a victim. So. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that I think is is something that you do. Do you do um, different workshops or, you know, private coaching? I do it all. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. One of the things that has been good for me during this, um, unfortunately, forced lockdown in mm-hmm. moments of transformation is that people are more open to what I have to offer. Um, so since about 2004, 14, I've been teaching online burlesque workshops and online self-love and um, like self-seduction workshops, also private coaching. And so I've been doing it for years, but you know, um, everything happens when it's supposed to. And so divine intervention. Yeah. For me, it's been wonderful during this time because people for the first time, even, even the news, they're even talking about healing on the news. Did you ever think you'd see the day? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. So I mean, it's you amazing. <laughs> so right now it's amazing because people are open. So my workshops and my private coaching sessions are thriving. I um, even have my Healing Through Seduction membership program. And we meet every Sunday for a sensual ritual together. It's really exciting. Gigi, oh yeah, you might have to get in on that. <laughs> I know. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. If you, you ladies, phone. if and anybody out there, if you're not familiar <laughs> with her work, we've actually seen her perform in the past um, in her burlesque performances, and she definitely knows how to be seductive. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, she knows how to gyrate that body and how to love it to its fullest and just appreciate everything. So definitely, I mean, I would love to take one of these oh sessions and just learn how to you know, get all up in there. <laughs> yes, I, I would love to. Yeah, I would love for you guys to come as my guests and your listeners. Maybe I can pro- provide like a discount code or oh, for you that guys would to be come amazing. and just, you know, have a free session with me actually. You can come be well, my thank guest. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah yes, we can definitely we put something that. in the notes um, once we talk a little bit more about this and figure something yeah. out for everybody. Yeah, we're definitely going to put links um, to the reason you're here, the noir pageant. Yes, Um, the noir pageant. Yeah, before we get to that, though, (laughs) I'd like to um, mention or mention how you're connected with um, this week's goddess, because it was weird divine intervention that we were connected to you and we had some obstacles, but it worked out. 
that we're talking to you today. So we are really blessed. Yeah, definitely. Also, one more note. um, When I was browsing through your Instagram, the one Oracle card that I saw that you had posted on your page was of Ishelle. So obviously you have connections with her. (laughs) So I was so excited about that. So yes, tell us. So for me personally, what, what I'm, what I'll just start by saying is I'm so grateful for the awareness. And I know that you all feel the same way, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. to, to be an adult, to be 41 and to look back at your childhood and understand that you've been called for this purpose and that they're, that goddesses are real, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. this is, this is real, that this divine energy is real. And so one of the things that really stuck out to me with my childhood is being like 11, 12, 13. And most of my friends were sneaking out of the house to go (laughs) hang out and be with their boyfriends and girlfriends. And I would sneak out of the house to talk to the moon Mm. on a (laughs) regular basis. Um, Just about my desires. Um, I grew up very poor. I grew up in the ghetto. It was just, you know, gunshots and crackheads around me but I just knew that that wasn't my destiny yes. so I would ask the moon to to help me to help me get out, out of the situation and to guide me and and <laughs> I've been ruled and protected by the moon my entire life so this this is very this is very um healing for me to talk to all of you and to and to be on this show in this moment you just gave me chills. I love that. Oh, it's Absolutely so amazing. Perfect. Little baby noir sitting there looking at the Yes. That brings me so much. And she, you know, Isha was so connected to you with the, the yeah. healing. Yeah. The, it's such a, a motherly um, and with medicine mm-hmm. and just wanting to help people and heal. So we are very thankful to have you to talk about her. Um, I wanted to, did you want to um, mention anything else about the goddess Ishelle or do you work with her or is there anything you can suggest to our goddesses about how to work with her possibly? Yeah. So with Ishelle, what I also feel called um, and I feel connected to her. Yes. Because of the work that I do, that everything I've done from paying homage to Josephine Baker, to my own career, you guys saw me with Dita Von Teese, mm-hmm. to what I'm doing with the noir pageant. It's all about being a champion. I'm trying not to cry. Being a champion <laughs> for others when yes. they experience rebirth. Yes. You're making me cry. <laughs> I'm emotional. I'm getting a little of a clumped. <laughs> This is a thing that happens. It's like, it's not even been five minutes. <laughs> but it's so true because we've all been through separate traumas in our lives. And, you know, especially like your your whole um, mission with the noir pageant, you know, with mm-hmm. um, with people of, of different cultures and ethnicities that have been, you know, just marginalized and lost mm. over the years and not seen for their talents because of their skin color. And it's, wow. and it, you know, it's just... Mm-hmm. you know, it could be the simplest traumas to the most extreme traumas, but we all have gone through them and we all need to heal and yeah. to find that love. And yeah. so that's what makes me feel like Ishel is actually with all of us, whether or not we call on her because of what she represents, the beauty of, of water, the moon, rebirth. All of this is about rebirth and understanding that the moon is still magical even when you can't see it and when it takes a moment to pause and rest Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and, and so when I think about the moon and even the sun, I think those are goddesses in plain sight. Oh, yes, yes. definitely. Ugh. I mean, she is the goddess of the sacred light. So and mm-hmm. they don't call her Lady Rainbow for nothing. Right. <laughs> yes. So, so it's like everything when we think about rebirth, the moon, water, rainbows. I mean, and, and what rainbows really um, signify for us, mm-hmm. the signif- significance of <sighs> something beautiful coming out of darkness otherworldly mm-hmm. even yeah just like beautiful otherworldly mm-hmm. coming out of a storm and understanding that the storm is not the problem the problem is you not understanding the rainbow yeah. yes and the rainbow is all the beautiful unicorns yes. coming together yes to yes. form something beautiful yes so yes. speaking, speaking of, of that's um similar yeah <laughs> <laughs> Are you going the same way I am? Well, actually, I was just going to say this week we had a little storm here in California, and um, I actually, my whole drive home, I got to stare at a beautiful rainbow. So it's just, you know, uh, you know, these uh, moments are special for sure. What were, what were you going to say, Nicole? Oh, no, I was just going to talk about the noir pageant. Oh, yes, the noir pageant and all the multiple colors of all of us, you know, this yes. race yes. of people throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and it's not even um, just race. It's it's different um, uh, sexual identifying groups mm-hmm. and just different types of performers. And I love the the tagline for that. It's you know dedicated to this community to heal through events and opportunities, mm-hmm. yes. and yeah. to give them a voice. And if you go on um, the noir pageant page, you'll mm-hmm. just see some of the amazing and the ones that i actually know i know foxy lexi egypt black kiki oh okay, yeah I have a funny story um, frankie about fictitious kiki oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh kiki lush and truce she came to um because i'm in cleveland now i was in la okay. and so she came to cleveland dirty martini was doing a burlesque um class here and mm-hmm. so kiki was my partner and we had to do this activity where we just stared at each other's eyes mm-hmm. and like yes. gg kiki's eyes are stunning oh, they're like gosh. this blue mm-hmm. and she's just staring at me and i'm like Oh God. So I was very uncomfortable, but then I worked through that. It was piercing your soul. I yes. love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, and then also I saw that you have a uh, Coco Lamar. We love her. Her voice is a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like ridiculous. Oh, and geez. Louise is an amazing one too. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many amazing. Oh, yes. so many yes. amazing performers that uh, we've seen over the and, years. And the males Trey, I, he's, he's, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just fangirling over like, here. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm really excited. And and Jeez Louise and I, we are we are hopeful that the Noir pageant and Jeezy's Jute Joint can make some magic together once it's mm. safe to be live again. Oh good. I'm hoping she can come be our host. We just we, I talked with my team and we just don't think anyone else can really do it the way she her was. personality um, is enormous. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. And that Jeezy tiny and body. I, fell in- I love it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I was going to say, Gigi and I fell in love with her. We were super tipsy at Viva one year, and um, something happened, and she had to fill in for Tom, I think, for the, the oh, burlesque oh, pageant. Yes. Yeah. She killed it. We oh, were like, gosh. I love her, and I want to mm-hmm. be friends with her. Yeah, I just, great. Uh, she is amazing, yes. I yeah, mean, it it, and what you're doing with this pageant is just so special, because people get lost because of these mm-hmm. images that 
you know, have been forced upon us over our our lives and in society. And it's so horrible, like that people just see it as a novelty, you know, um, when, when somebody doesn't look like what they think the typical mainstream image should be, you know, and it's like, no, everybody has such amazing talent and, and vibrancy to share. And Mm -hmm. we need to raise those voices. We need to bring them to light and appreciate it. Yeah. And I would, I'll take it even further and say, not only do we need to focation on visibility but we need to focus on authentic representation yes yes and when i say yes. that i mean that no one is saying to themselves even though i appreciate the gesture of people saying okay we need to make sure we have this many people of color we need to make sure we have this many um people who you know um have different body shapes and, mm-hmm. and you know i would for me that's a fine line of um listening and tokenism Mm -hmm, that's just mm -hmm. for me that's just my personal no I I understand that yeah so one of the things that I really I take pride in with this pageant that made history by the way um to date there has not been any burlesque pageants to highlight and crown people of color and that's only focus actually made history last year that's amazing congratulations congratulations thank you wonderful thank you that is amazing now how long has the pageant been around this is the i'm embarking on the two-year anniversary okay that's what i thought yeah yeah i was like yeah so in two years you're making history wow yeah woman (laughs) hey really 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 proud of of the pageant and I'm really excited and I'm excited um, to present a virtual version of it this year, even though yes. I see, you know, people are coming back to doing live events and, and New York is opening next month. I wow. personally have no interest in shenanigans with a mask on. So yeah, I, I'm going to wait it out, but we do yeah. have a virtual version this year that I'm extremely proud of. Also, I mean, if there's no reason to put people at risk, you know, why not? You know, like, let's just take advantage of the digital age right now. Absolutely. You can enjoy it on the the, um, comfort of your TV Mm -hmm. or computer. Mm -hmm. So the uh, pageant is uh, this next coming weekend, March 12th and 13th. How does the pageant work? Um, So it's two full days of performances? It's Yes, this time around, because it's digital, um, I, or virtual experience. I didn't want to focus on an actual competition. I do think that we should wait mm-hmm. until we can, you know, be together once again safely. Um, yes. And so this time I'm presenting the Black and Brown Excellence Showcase or Weekend um, to just highlight people of color, to highlight elegance, because one of the, my goals is to change the narrative when we think about the leading lady, the leading person, yes. the leading man, when yes. we think of burlesque, not just people who are white, but more importantly, people of color. Yes. Yes. I, I want, when we think of glamour and we think of burlesque, that we don't automatically go to a beautiful woman who has blonde hair and blue eyes Mm -hmm. yes and you know and when we think of excellence we don't think of things like oh you know for a black girl she's beautiful oh my gosh things you know things like that or you know Mm -hmm. well yes you can do josephine baker but only her banana skirt i don't want to see you emulating her when she wore her gowns you know those Mm -hmm. kind of things that i've experienced and you know that was the inspiration behind creating the noir pageant i love that that is amazing thank you 
It is deep. When, my, yeah, my curiosity, when did you first discover Josephine Baker? Oh, my goodness. I would say probably early 2000s but I really really connected with her 2002-2003 when Mm -hmm. I um, auditioned for this all black burlesque musical called Backstage at the Funky Bee and it was a a riot I got the (laughs) role of Lolly Fedici who was a coke addict turned poor stripper who used to be a burlesque icon back in her day when burlesque was still thriving and so that's when I really dug deep into the role and dug deep into all of the um, uh, research and, of course, came across all of this wonderful information about Josephine Baker. But yes. I also noticed that even though she was, I still think to date, um, one of the actually the most successful burlesque performer. Also, when we think about that time, you know, before the Tempest Storms, there was mm-hmm. Josephine Baker, but we still think of Tempest Storm first. Before Josephine as well, yeah. when mm-hmm. we think about a burlesque icon or like Gypsy Rose yeah, Lee yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. First, so there's also that um, and, and I just was like oh I feel really called to this woman her story is very similar to mine and I just felt that that she was calling me to do this work for her and, and so that's when I really discovered her and made the conscious decision to spend my life dedicated to honoring her work and her legacy that's amazing. And you do a beautiful yeah. job at yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Thank no, you. thank you. Keep, please keep <laughs> educating. Please keep performing. And I'm, I'm just so thankful we got to talk to you. And oh I hope gosh. we will have you back. on. I, I know so there's too. so much more I, I want to talk about. <laughs> oh my God, please. Yes. Let's get together. And I definitely would love again. I'd love for you guys to come to my next session. If you're interested, just let me know and I'll send you some links. And then Absolutely. also if you'd like to watch the, the pageant, let me know. And, and I'll, send you the tickets for that so you can watch it because I think you'll just oh. love it so very much. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, we can have a little date. I yes. love it. Yes. Yay. This Friday and Saturday. So, yes. We'll, well also I'm, put I'm links, gonna, right, um, yes. for our audience yes. in the Perfect. show notes. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, we'll put the links in the show notes. Um, Gigi handles our Instagram page, so she'll put um, all that information. And I think it was a picture you posted today. Was that a red gown? I think, was it red or... You're doing some kind of um, twirly thing, and you just look like a goddess in that picture. Oh, oh like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's also a performance um, in New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Thank I you. I want to go to New Orleans with you. I, I you want you to come with me. Jeez Louise would be amazing. Yes, oh, yes, my gosh. She's okay. there now. Where's my invite? Is she there now? <laughs> yeah, she knows there. So let's just call on her. Did you, you know you're automatic. Okay, so. <laughs> so Jeez Louise is down there. We're yes, going to come yes. stay there. And, oh, I love New Orleans. Yes, that was. Jeez. I like it. I love it. I love it. it. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you for your self-love, your body positivity, and just um, embracing kind of the, the, the mission and the guidance that you've gotten from the goddesses and, and trying to teach people and help people with what you're your knowledge is so thank you yeah definitely just (laughs) thank you oh my gosh thank you so much for everything that you've done and all that you bestow upon us with your beauty and your talent thank you (laughs) thank you i know and if you want tickets to the noir pageant um do you have a website that they can go to Uh, yeah and i'll put it in the show notes yes it's the noir hall of fame.com yes and noir (laughs) is spelled with an e 
the French way, darling. Noir, yes. Noir, Noir. yes. <laughs> you know what's sad is when I was writing things, I had more issues with pageant than I did noir. <laughs> <laughs> I this is not good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Pearl. We really appreciate you being with thank us. You. Today. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. So much, you guys. Oh, Pearl is amazing. Oh isn't my gosh, she? she is. I just I want to be around her all the time and just feel that energy. That was the first time talking to her, and there was just so much that Gigi and I wanted to talk to her about. And we were like, oh, we have to have her back on. Yeah. <laughs> and especially since she she does feel that divine energy, um, that divine feminine energy. I, f- I feel like mm-hmm. we're gonna find some more goddesses that can relate to her so we can talk That's to right. her again in the future. She's dest- definitely a goddess sister of ours mm-hmm. um we wanted to talk real quick about uh some of the correspondences offerings that you can um do to connect with Ishel. some of her symbols are obviously the moon um dragonflies rainbows water turquoise pottery jade silver and blue and white items she loves chocolate sugarcane and aloe she um is associated with abalone Abalone. Abalone. Yes. Um, Conch and other seashells and a jug of salt water. I can't get it, but Gigi can in California. I actually did collect some um, full moon ocean water um, recently. So I do have a little bit of that and it has some sand at the bottom. So, you know, it's authentic. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. I had this like ulterior motive where I was like, come on my, my son's name is James I'm like let's go to the beach this morning the day after the full moon I'm like I yes. want to collect the ocean water and it was so windy that day so it definitely was not a day for leisure at the beach I had a mission so <laughs> yeah Just gotta get that jug of salt I gotta water. get it yes That's right well some fruits flowers and herbs bananas corn hot peppers mm. oranges and mangoes lilies tulips orchids and hibiscus flowers and the herbal tea those are like all my favorites too. Oh, yummy yeah sage rosemary melissa oregano basil bay i had basil and bay right next oh, to each yeah. other so basil, like, bay. Ah. <laughs> basil bay laurel leaves mint chamomile nut meal nut meal oh my god <laughs> okay we're good all the meals today no <laughs> 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 nutmeg anise and cloves mm. that's actually everything i have in my my little basket i love those scents too i, I, I like i've said before i'm a bit of a kitchen witch so i have all those in my pantry and i just love smelling them oh they're just yes. amazing absolutely um some incense and, and scented oils vanilla palo santo sage and mayan white and black Copal incense. I've never smelled that, so I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, essential oils, clove, oregano, lavender, rosemary, and chamomile. Um, some gemstones, agate, brown jasper, or orange stones, carnelian, coral, turquoise, jade, silver, tumbled black agate, obsidian, Mayan amber. Ooh, mm-hmm. sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Unakite, rose quartz. Moonstone. I love moonstones. I need a bigger moonstone. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. Aquamarine, amethyst, and ruby zoosite? 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 I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was trying to find out that one. But it's really cool. It was, um, had like, um, I think it was like green and red. It was almost like, almost reminded me of that watermelon, um, stone, you know, but like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. 
I like it. Some of her animals, dragonfly, as we were talking about before, which symbolizes a sense of self and creative imagination. The feathered serpent, mm. okay, symbolizing energy of transformation. The snake, symbolizing um, renovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did that look weird to me? Renovation, renewal, and medicine. The rabbit, symbolizing abundance and fertility. Mm-hmm. And the red jaguar, symbolizing authority and power. Mm. Some of her related names are the lady, lady rainbow, eagle woman, our mother, the white lady, goddess of becoming, mother earth, the womb, the cave of life, keeper of the bones. She has a lot of different names. I like that. Like so many people Mm -hmm. are worshiping her and see her for all her different powers and specialties. And that's so cool. Yeah. Well, everybody, um, in closing, we just wanted to leave you a quote from thegoddessgift.com and journeying into the goddess. There is a lot that we can learn from Ishel. She is the goddess who refused, again, I'm going to say, refused to become a victim of oppression. This was a woman when faced with adversity took control of her own life and turned it around. She teaches us that women do not have to be a victim, that we have the power of choice and that we should never let anyone take that away from us. She encourages us to acknowledge the negative forces affecting our lives and prompts us to assert ourselves fully in the face of physical or emotional violence that would diminish our sense of self. It's an, it's intense. You know, we, Mm -hmm. many of us have dealt with these things and, you know, just really listen to her and, and feel her strength and let her guide you, please. And before we leave you, beautiful, beautiful people, I'd like to read from the Goddess Oracle, the meaning of the card for Ishel. Ishel has woven herself into your life to tell you it is time to express creativity. It is time to stoke the fire, time to let your creativity flow. Create, be daring, but also be responsible and conscious, whether your creations are works of art or works of the flesh, meaning children. Creativity nurtures. Creativity reweaves the tears in our vitality. Creativity heals. It is our birthright and our lifeblood. It makes us healthy and happy. We women have the ability to create. We give birth. So find the time, make the time, create the time to be creative. Beat that drum. Use those paints. Make that poetry. Make that pottery. Put on those dancing shoes. Write that novel. Explore your sexuality. Rejoice in your own creativity. Create in the way that is appropriate for you. Let nothing stop you. Do you feel blocked creatively because you aren't as good as someone else? Do the kids, your partner, your family, your job keep you from being creative? Stop using your creativity to find reasons not to create. Eshel says wholeness is nurtured when you open to your creativity and Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That echoes Pearl Noir so perfectly. I mean, her message of, you know, finding yourself and finding your, you know, your connection with your body and healing through dance and and creativity, like you said, I mean, with Noir pageant and everything, I mean, I, I, this just summed up this episode so perfectly. That was beautiful. Mm. Thank you for making me. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That was the third time. Okay. take two out, take so. three okay take and cut. <laughs> three. she's like you got this oh 
thank you so much, beautiful goddesses, mm-hmm. for being here with us today. Um, yes, I mean, you. this was a powerful episode. And, um, you know, whether you connect to it in the idea of, um, you know, being a mother or from finding your way out of a destructive environment or just finding yourself and being creative. There's so many things um, that you can connect to in this. And I hope that you found something to appreciate from it. Please follow us on Instagram at goddess uh, chat Leo's email us at goddess chat at yahoo.com. I love your face. I love Gigi. your face. I can't wait till I could see it in person. <laughs> I know. One day. One day. And we love all of you. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. We Thank love you, you so everybody. Much. Mwah.